Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club podcast. This week, we are talking about some super sweet rock star news, a little dauntless information. Uh, can somebody say expansion coming soon? And rest in peace, Bioware, we are having a funeral. But uh, first, my name is Manny G, and once again with me, as always, is the TX Andy Man. Andy, hello. Hey, Manny. Hey, buddy. How are you? Oh, my goodness, Andy. It has been too long, my friend. It has been. It has been. Should we do a little housekeeping before we continue with our, with housekeeping, our good Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Yes. I, I only say that because we say it's been too long. Folks out there probably think it's been weeks when, in fact, Manny. Yes. Go ahead. It hasn't been that long. Well, so we recorded an episode and uh, the... Andy, so, all right, here's what we do. Our we dog record- ate our episode, okay? <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what happened. We normally uh, will record through this a website called Cast, and it works really great most of the time. Hmm. Uh, but as a backup, just in case, we also record on Audacity at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. And then, so remotely, we upload that Audacity file so it's in a folder so that if something happens to our cast recording, we have a backup. Good to go. So last time we sat down rec- to record, it was me, Andy, Matt. Uh, we hit record, and for whatever reason, we just didn't do Audacity. Like, I don't <laughs> we, know. Did we forget? We totally did, man. It was, uh, it was, it, you know, the funny thing is Matt, I think mentioned it. He said, we did do audacity and we just <laughs> kept on going. We just, we hit record. We were at that point, like, uh, uh, like, um, what's his name on Anchorman? Yeah. <laughs> Will oh, Ferrell's yeah. character, Ron Burgundy. Yeah. And we, we just read the teleprompter no matter what people put <laughs> in there. <laughs> we were just on yeah. autopilot. We just went for it. And, yeah. uh, and we paid the ultimate price. We did. We yeah, did. Cast fortunately has this nice uh, recovery system to where uh, it was Andy's audio that uh, that we lost. So it 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 allows him to it kind of it's supposed to record the audio or or a portion of it. It's basically like the wave, uh, not the file, but I don't know exactly how it does it. But it does something to where it's not the actual MP3. But it's something that can be used to restore. Uh, so it did that, and there's a process to upload that and to to fix it. It didn't work. It totally didn't work. So um, there we go. It's gone after, forever. After several attempts. Yeah, he- yeah. So I was hoping to just drop a a a double a double episode, a daily double. You called uh, it and- something different, but okay. <laughs> 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 oh, that's true. That's yes, true. Uh, yes. But um, no, not it's a no go. No, nope. doesn't work. Nope. Sorry, sorry, friends. But hey, we'll give you twice the show this week. We promise. Yes. 
Yes. And not twice as long or twice in, in quality or twice in, I don't, I don't know what we mean by twice. You it's guys tell you. us. It'll be, it'll be us. It'll be two of us. So that's, yeah. There's that's, two that's of us. There you go. Perfect. Andy, sorry, my friend. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Yes, See you, Matt. See uh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> yes. Uh, how's your, uh, gaming adventures been, buddy? Uh, good man, good. Uh, so still playing the the Destiny expansion. Um, it so it's very small. It, it really is the smallest expansion, probably the smallest. Really but, interesting. Yeah, I yeah, didn't expect the, that. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, dude. It's mm. it's tiny. It's very tiny. Not nothing near what now, we have come is to ex- bite expect. Bite size, Andy. Is it like yeah, oh, like a bag of candy, or is it one really big hard jawbreaker? No, 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 no. It is a it's a it's a snack size for sure. Good snack good. size. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but 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 <laughs> that being said, um, uh-huh. I'm still playing it, man. I, I think that yes. this, the the new subclass is fun enough um, uh-huh. that uh, that it's kept me playing. The builds are interesting. Um, there, it feels a little more RPG-ish for some reason. Okay. So I feel like that the change has been small, but I think meaningful. I think that, um, that they definitely, they're definitely, I think, looking towards the right direction this time. So hopefully. Good. This, this bodes well for the future of the game. Mm-hmm. But right now it's it's pretty tough. I think they're going to have a pretty tough, uh, you know, end of the year into you know the beginning of next year. I don't know what else they have planned for the rest of this season and going forward uh, between now and the next expansion. But hopefully, man, hopefully it's uh it, it's enough to keep people around. I I personally am okay with. Uh, what I have right now, because mm-hmm. n- having pretty much done everything meaningful in the game, yeah. I feel I feel uh, free to enjoy the next game, which is very excitingly cyberpunk, right? So that is oh my goodness, yeah, dude! I forgot yeah. it's coming out. <laughs> yeah, in a few days, man. So I think I think I personally think it's great that that uh, that they did it this way. I yeah. really I give them uh, I think. Thumbs up on the subclasses, the mods, how they all interact with each other, uh, even some of the weapons and the exotics. I, I really think it's 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 looking pretty decent, man. Um, that being said, there's not a lot there. You know, mm. folks don't want to spend money on it. It's on Game Pass, soon to be on Game Pass on PC. I highly recommend getting it that way. Yeah, uh, and uh, and enjoy it. Enjoy it for what it is. Any new modes? Any new PvP modes? Like they brought out the. Um... Uh, oh my goodness. It's been so long. I can't trials. remember stuff. Well, okay. They brought back trials. What mm. was before that? It was like this, uh, iron banner. No, no. It was like a mode where you would go and collect moats and stuff. And then you would, uh, collect them and then deposit oh, them. Gambit. 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 There, yeah. Yes. And I couldn't remember that. <laughs> they tweaked- That was kind of like a big addition, right? It was people. I think people have a have a mostly hate, but a love hate relationship with it. Um, <laughs> uh, they they've shortened the matches. I think it's good. it's in a pretty good spot right now. But I really, uh-huh. I honestly think folks are probably pretty tired of it. I mm. I happen to be one of the probably few people that enjoy that game mode because uh, it just 
suits the casual nature of my style of play. And I honestly don't even pay attention to wins and losses in that game for whatever reason, man. It really is just a fun sort of arcadey game mode for me to get into. Yeah. People, I, I, I think people want it to be as competitive as, uh, PVP is for Uh for some folks. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I don't think that's what it is, you know? I think it's a different type of game. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh I, I personally really love where the game is right now. But I'm also playing I'm still playing Hades. Uh oh, I'm that's still right. Yeah. Dude, I'm I'm dude, it's very liberating to be able to play uh Destiny with like sort of one foot in, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm finding people to raid with, so yeah, it's good, man. Mm-hmm. It's like a fun hey, casual game. Have you played Outer Wilds? No, but I, I've heard, uh, some people in our Discord, uh, talking about finishing it up. I think it's, isn't it like a, I think it's a, probably a bit much for me, man. You think so? I mean, it, it's yeah. not a roguelike. Uh, one of my friends, uh, from church was talking about it and he, mm-hmm. uh, really likes it. Uh, well, it's on Game guys, Pass. Actually. It's on Game it Pass. It is on Game Pass, huh? And I want to say it's played on Celeste? PC. I have, I have played Celeste. I haven't finished Celeste, but I have started it and it, it's a fun mm. game too. Yeah. It's a fun, quick little game. Great, great, uh, I was going to say Game Boy, a Switch <laughs> game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great Switch game. Yeah. Those, uh, those games, those type of games remind me of Joe Meaden. Oh, I dude. Yeah. Joe he likes that kind of stuff. He loves Hades. I know he loves Hades. He's, he is, I know he's very high on Celeste too. Mm-hmm. He really enjoyed that game. Um, I know Duff really likes, uh, Outer Wilds and I want to say Joe likes, yeah, dude, it's like the, if you're a gamer gamer, like, you know, uh, Nintendo Entertainment System gamer, Uh I think those are games that, uh, tickle that fancy. Yeah. Very nice. Well, my friend Andy, we've got a show, my, my dude skis. Should we, shall we carry on? Yes. Uh, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited Are about you? this story. I am. I really all am. Right, well, all right. This first story is from, uh, Phil Spencer. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's not. It's, it's, it's from The Verge. From but... The Verge uh, with Bill. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And he, and he's talking about gamer toxicity, Andy. Mm-hmm. What, what's going yes. on, man? Yes, something like that. So, mm. uh, apparently Phil, Phil Spencer's done with the hate, everybody. Mm. But from The Verge, uh, Microsoft and Sony are often considered direct rivals in the game space, competing for players through new consoles and exclusive games. Brand loyalty and quote-unquote console wars for some players dictates whether they'll grab a PlayStation or Xbox. Extreme fans have even escalated their affinity for one over the other into harassment. Feel like that's a little bit of uh, an exaggeration, but okay. <laughs> but Microsoft's real threat isn't Sony, Nintendo, or any other company, says Microsoft's head of gaming, Phil Spencer. We're in the entertainment business. The biggest competitor we have is apathy over the products and services, games, uh, products and services, games that we build. He says. Hmm. Uh, so there you go, Manny, and and just another little quote here. Uh. Spencer says he finds toxic brand toxic 
brand loyalty to be distasteful and despises the idea that companies like Microsoft have to see others fail in order to achieve their goals. That tribalism in the industry, if there was anything that would ever drive me out of the industry, it's actually that. When a team releases something into the market for the world to tear it apart on the internet, it's just such a brave thing for a team to do. I've never been, I'm never going to vote against any creative team or any product team to do poorly because I have a competitive product. It's not me. I don't actually think it helps us in the long run in the industry. Mm. Mm. Interesting. So, okay, Phil, Phil, you're going to have to calm down. Uh, here's the thing, Andy. Mm. Any, like, if you look into the corners of the internet, you're always going to find people who are full of hate. Yeah. who don't care about other people's feelings and stuff. That's For just sure. the way the world is. The like trolls. It's, it's, yes. The trolls, as it were. Yes. It, it's just a part of human nature. Mm-hmm. And some people deal with that part of human nature better than others. Mm-hmm. But you can't allow those people to kind of dictate how you run your business. And it's, right. it's, it's, uh, this is like, like an unreal scenario. Right. Do you ever like I don't think reasonable people hope that their competitors are going to do poorly for so that they will prosper because mm-hmm. that's not how it works. It's right. not like one or the other. It's not mm-hmm. like if if Sony fails, Microsoft wins. That's right. not how it works. Of course not. No. Um but I I don't know. This 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 whole tribalism in the in the industry here. Yeah. It's childish, but I don't see it as a real thing. Like, no. I, I never, I don't see this. Like, well, is this the, real? I think, I, well, I think that it's, I'm sure it is real to a very small degree, like you mentioned, right? That it's yeah. a small percentage of the population, right? Of the pie, if you will. Yeah. Um, a brand loyalty is, 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 I think, a real thing, but I don't, I think tribalism and brand loyalty are, are different, right? Yeah. Um, yes. There are there are those among us, like me. You know, I I would say if I was brand loyal to one of those two consoles, it would be Microsoft's uh, machine, mm-hmm. right? Sure. It, it, but it, if if I were to sit here and I think I think that we do a decent job of sort of trying to be uh uh objective, right? In uh-huh. that you know we say, hey, look. These are these two business models. This one seems to be better, but this other one has these other awesome things too, right? Yeah. Um, and I've said it time and time again, and, 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 you know, we've, we've had these conversations, right? Where like today, man, in, in this space, the way the market is right now and the way that these uh, consoles have packaged themselves, I mean, it's perfect for, for someone to own both if they wanted to. And mm-hmm. there's good reason to own both, you know? Yeah. And I think that the pool is big enough to support both. I mean, it has been for this long, right? Yeah. So to your point, right? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it yeah. to me, it's to me, it feels like a type of virtue signaling. Yeah. You know? yeah. And it's yeah. like, okay, who are you actually trying to please here? Because yeah. it's, it's almost like, you know, he's setting up the straw man, knocks him down. And we're yes. like, man, you knock yeah. that straw man down. 
So nice. Super <laughs> Phil. Super <laughs> Phil is on the scene. Uh, so yeah. I yeah. don't know. I mean, sure. Any kind of like tribalism that is based in hate is not appreciated by anybody, I'm not. sure. But, no. No. but it's not like, I don't know. Like, like the well, guy who has the bumper sticker on his Ford of a kid, like peeing on a Toyota symbol. Like, yes. I don't yeah. think there's real violence behind that sticker. No, of course not. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. It's just some jerk being a jerk, you know, like, yeah. dude, like for me, what bothers me about those stickers isn't necessarily that, you know, this brand is peeing on that brand. It's that, you know, they've got Calvin up there just peeing in public, you know, like, hey, man, my kids are watching, uh-huh. <laughs> looking at that, you know, like, um, no, but, but, uh, you know, and, and I, I don't know, man, I think that, you know, Phil, obviously this article came out probably a, li- a little more than a week ago, right? So uh-huh. still end of November. Yeah. Around Thanksgiving time. But, you know, Microsoft has been sort of dealing with a little bit of, um, blowback right with with their machine and how it's performing compared to the playstation we talked a little bit about this you know and so yeah is it does that drive it a little bit you know is the heat from like oh my gosh not necessarily i mean there are look digital foundry has put out a lot of great content i i really do encourage folks to go look up their youtube channel watch the videos they have like five or six comparison uh videos where they they sort of uh, throw the machines head to head up mm-hmm. against, uh, uh, you know, uh, they did, they, the first one was, uh, the Devil May Cry 5. That's uh, right. Yeah. Updated, uh, game. Then they did, um, I want to say they did Valhalla. They, they've done, um, the, the latest COD. Uh, I think they've done about four or five games. And, uh, the takeaway, I think for the lay person, for you and I, the takeaway is that both machines are performing really at about the same level. PlayStation mm-hmm. is outperforming the uh, Microsoft machine uh, in certain regards, uh, you know, better frames, more stable uh, frames, but very like minuscule amounts. Nothing that's just pushing it way ahead of 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 Microsoft. The problem is, though, you know, Microsoft prior to launch was touting their machine as the most powerful console in existence. And it really is when you look at it on paper, right? More yeah. teraflops of internets, you know, mm-hmm. and all that good stuff that you know all about. So it stands to reason, right? That people should expect that machine to perform better. And it hasn't. Now, a lot of that, according to the experts, has more to do with like sort of API bugs and the fact that the dev tools uh, weren't made available as soon as uh, Sony made them available. Yeah. Um, and so just more time, more comfort, more, um, uh, you know, uh, knowledge of the, the tools that Sony provided versus Microsoft. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you should expect some of this stuff. We'll probably see that, that the ship will ride itself, but... All of that to say that is any of that driving Phil to feel like he has to sort of create this scenario that <laughs> baby doesn't really exist. You know what I mean? Well, it's like, <laughs> yeah, here's what you have to do, Phil. You have to release some first party titles that are worth hey, playing yes. on the Series X. That's there what you, you got to do. That's it. 
that's, that's it. it. And then, uh, and then all is well. Well, but, and, and, uh, yeah, it's not happening. It, What's going on? Oh, I know. Where well, are and, they? and really, you know, again, another one where, you know, if we write it all down on paper, of course, play, you know, PlayStation's ahead. They've got more sort of quote unquote launch titles. But even then, like they both, it's just been 2020, you know, like, <laughs> you know, it, it rolls on. There's just no yeah. launch titles. Not, not no, yet anyway. And so I think what, I think what we're seeing play out is there really is no reason to grab one of these consoles right now. You know, and yeah. it doesn't seem like there is uh, anything to grab anyway. All the mm-hmm. bots are buying them up. And scalpers are just, you know, this is uh, the scalpers uh, dream come true, you know, with, with yeah. them being able to grab so many of these. But, you know, in the end, if you don't have your hands on one of these machines, there's really not anything that can truly take advantage. Now, there's a lot of promise, right? We're starting mm-hmm. to see a lot of 120 frames, you know, uh, uh, on both of the consoles, you know, given mm-hmm. the appropriate monitor setup, right? Yes. Uh, so it looks like, oh man, you know what? These, these, these consoles are going to be able to do some stuff now, you know, but, but I think there's, we're still, you know, maybe a few months, uh, before we start seeing, uh, software that can take advantage, truly yeah. take advantage of, of everything. So, and I do hope it's only a few months. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. we'll see. But we'll uh, see. speaking of new titles being launched, not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rockstar is making their uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 online a standalone game. So yeah. the uh, the mul- or what is this from? This is from The Verge. Uh, the multiplayer portion of Red Dead Redemption 2 will be a standalone game starting next month. The developer Rockstar Games announced that the mode called Red Dead Online will be available to purchase separately on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC starting December 1st. Wow, December 1st. When's that? Uh, mm. To start, the game will be uh, <laughs> re- <laughs> uh, relatively cheap. Rockstar will be selling um, RDO at an introductory price of $4.99 starting February 15th, 2021, that price tag will shoot up to $19.99. You may also need to clear out some hard drive space to fit the game because it is a whopping 123 gigabytes. That's ridiculous. You you will be given the option to purchase the campaign separately if you like. Andy, 123 gigabytes for a PvP game. That's ridiculous. It's a lot of that's a lot of gigabytes, Manny. It's that a lot is of way internet. Too much. Yeah. Yes, it reminds yeah. me of Call of Duty. But uh this is this is a, a pretty good thing to do, I think, because it's an older mm. game now. And mm. the way they develop these games is they just kind of focus on the online portion, just like what they did with the GTA. And they yeah. make that the game, basically. With with like the campaign on the side. <laughs> That's how it goes. So I guess that's what they're trying to do with Red Dead. Yeah, yeah, and then make all of the money again uh, mm. through uh, all of their microtransactions. Yeah, um, yeah, man. You know, I guess what sticks out to me—not that I have any interest in, uh, you know, playing the online version of of any of Rockstar's games. Yeah, um, but what what stands out to me is that that 123 gigabytes, man. That uh, 
you know, since the launch of the new consoles, even even Call of Duty, man, if you look at Call of Duty on the console, the size of Call of Duty has been reduced significantly, man. Um, yeah, and, I heard and I they did that. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know what they did. I don't know the the sort of the the engineering that happened on the uh, the developer side, but um, but uh. This game's still the same size it was when, uh, when it launched, you know, like the, yeah. the single player even. Uh, so that's interesting to me that, uh, I don't know. I don't know if they've not tweaked it for the, for the, the new generations mm-hmm. yet is if that's going to change in the future. Like we've seen really, uh, all of their games. I mean, a lot of my really, you know, Destiny did the same thing. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Monster Hunter, a lot smaller too than it was before with Iceborne. So, uh, all of those titles, by the way, under a hundred gigs, gigs mm-hmm. of memory, uh, now. So, uh, I don't know, dude. I don't, I don't know what, uh, what the technology behind that is or what that Very means. Very interesting. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But uh, but there you go. You can pick it up uh, pretty cheap if you want to play online and give yeah. them more of your money later on. You've got until <laughs> yeah, you've got until February fifteenth to get it for five bucks. Uh, cool. Next up, Andy, I was I was kind mm. of excited to see the story until I realized uh, when this thing is probably going to come out. And uh, let's just jump in, Andy. Lord of the Rings MMO beta is coming soon. Mm. Mm. How soon is soon, Manny? I I don't know. You break the news, buddy. So WCCF Tech tells mm-hmm. us it's been a while since we got an update on the new Lord of the Rings MMO, not to be confused with the existing Lord of the Rings Online, originally al- announced back in September 2018 by Athlon Games, a wholly owned subsidiary of Layu, the game then saw the addition of none other than Amazon Game Studios as the main developer. Oh, man. See, at first I heard that, and I was like, oh, sweet, Amazon's getting into games. Now I hear that, and I'm like, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Now, following the recent acquisition of Layu by Tencent, some documents regarding the company's plans for this Lord of the Rings MMO have become available via Leu's official site. In in this game license amendment from June 5th, 2019, for example, there's a rather detailed production schedule. Of course, the schedule could have already been modified for all we know, but it is nonetheless an interesting frame of reference for when we can roughly expect to play the game. To be clear, these dates are for the PC version of Lord of the Rings MMO, while the production schedule also plans for console versions to be content complete playable within six months of the start of the PC open beta and to have the commercial launch within 12 months. We don't really know much about the upcoming Lord of the Rings MMO other than the fact it'll be free to play and set. Oh, my God. So free to play and Tencent. And Amazon? Not good. We're, we're never going to see this game. This sounds like a disaster. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, what could, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Uh, free to play to, and set at a time long before the events of Lord of the Rings, exploring lands, people, and creatures never seen before by fans of the Tolkien universe. All of this suggests it will take place much earlier than the tales of Aragorn and the Fellowship, which is, after all, 
also true of the upcoming Lord of the Rings TV, also being worked on by Amazon, confirmed to be set in the Second Age. Stay tuned for more info as it becomes available. Mm, interesting. S- so we still don't know when. No, we still don't know when, but, but they did say that they believe that it is a, let's see, Lord of the Rings MMO production schedule reveals open beta planned by early 2023. Mm, man. Oh, man. So it's 2020 yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. If you add three, we're at 2023. Right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Three's not that bad, right? I mean, three's a pretty low number compared to other much yeah. larger numbers. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so I'm kidding myself. This is never coming out. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Well, Manny, we're ta- but, we're at, we're we're basically 2021, really. Yeah, and, pretty you know, much. Pretty much. It could be at the beginning of 2023, which you know makes it more of a two than a three. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um. So yeah. Next thing you know, we'll be playing this game. But, Andy, you make Mm. some very interesting points here when you pointed Mm. out the fact that it's going to be a free-to-play game. Oh, yeah. And and Tencent and Mm. Amazon. Yeah. Do we want this? I know. I don't think we do, man. I don't think we do. If you love Lord of the Rings, we probably don't want this to to see the light of day, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Andy. I don't know. I'm so conflicted about this and mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I guess I guess I'll be hopeful and then when it actually comes closer to launch, I'll be disappointed and then I won't play yeah. it. There you go. That sounds like a great plan. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my plan. <laughs> that's the plan. <laughs> All right. Well, uh Andy, uh mm. Dauntless. Dauntless yes. is getting an expansion. It is. It is. But just like the game started, you know, on that Monster Hunter track, mm-hmm. seems like it's following in, into its its Iceborne, if you will. Yes. But uh, but uh, from from IGN, Manny, mm-hmm. uh, running an always online service based game these days requires not only a constant flow of new content, but also a willingness to adapt and change, sometimes dramatically. Dauntless was already a great game. But the developers at Phoenix Labs were acutely aware of its shortcomings, reforged the latest and so far greatest free expansion for Dauntless that launches on December 33rd. When's that, Manny says? Well, first soon. <laughs> it is, uh, is such a <laughs> massive update, it might as well be a sequel based on my recent hands-on time. The reason I say it might as well be a sequel is due to how dramatic the changes are and how impactful they feel while playing rather rather than just injecting the game with new monsters and weapons to further pad out the same general arc of progression and gameplay reforged is going to have a widespread impact for every single player in dauntless because of the new open world systems and totally overhaul overhauled branching progression system uh, much more to the article, but yeah. sounds like um, massive improvements for the game. I know that uh, there are a lot of people, even in our Discord, that have played the game. It's a free-to-play uh, game, yeah. um, and uh, you know, very similar to it. They, I guess, I played it a little bit, um, and yes, very Monster Hunter World esque. 
Um, I think that the, the, uh, barrier to, uh, going from, you know, newbie to actually fighting and hunting the monsters in Dauntless is a lot quicker than it is in Monster Hunter. I feel like Monster Hunter requires a much bigger grind. Obviously, it also requires you to mm. actually buy the game. That's true. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, it, but a, a big, big content drop they just had over there. So much more game to play if you haven't already jumped in there and, uh, and apparently much, much improved. Uh, I was never, uh, I, it didn't really sort of catch my attention. I just didn't mm-hmm. appreciate, I didn't, I don't, I don't think that I had an appreciation for the art style of this game versus yeah. Monster Hunter. The other thing with Monster Hunter 2 is I had, I have so much time in that game and all my decorations and all my builds that there's just no more grind for me to do, right? So yeah. if I'm going to play a game, that doesn't look as good as, in my opinion, that doesn't look as good as Monster Hunter, and mm-hmm. I still have to go get the cool stuff. Then I, I just too many, too many barriers for me to overcome. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, plus, you already have Monster Hunter, so why? I do. Why get yeah. something that uh, you already got? Yeah. Now that being said, this is just this is a this is a very subjective opinion, right? If sure. This is for me, my taste in my time having been playing Monster Hunter and Iceborne for this long, I have heard, and I've heard, you know, people that I trust, that I, that I enjoy, uh, whose company I enjoy say that Dauntless in, is a, a, in its own right, a wonderful game, great game, a lot of fun, uh, and also free. So really there's no reason for you not to try it for yourself and, yeah. and make up your own mind. Well, there you go. There you go. Well, Andy, Destiny... Yeah. Destiny goes Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> what on earth is this? Uh, I thought I'd throw this in there, man. Yeah, just for, yeah. For, for giggles. For some but, giggles. Uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, uh, a, uh, well here from, uh, from, uh, Kotaku, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, fans began trying to turn Destiny into a Dungeon and Dungeons and Dragons style pen and paper RPG two years ago. This week, they released the one. Po- they released the 1.0 version of the Dungeons and Destiny Player's Guidebook, providing an entirely new way to experience Bungie's, Bungie's looter shooter alongside the Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition rule set. So, it appears that Destiny has leveled up its nerd spec, Manny, <laughs> and gone full on D and D. Uh, for wow. those that are for those that are interested, so uh, I thought that was pretty interesting See, because it's look, about time. Yeah, well, you know, we may have opinions about you know the game and and where you know we we wished it had gone or where we thought we had, it would be by now. But I mm-hmm. think uh, that it's pretty unanimous unanimously. Folks can agree that uh, the lore of the game is probably one of the most interesting things. They have really hit home runs with. Some of the story development, not so much in game, but certainly like you could spend, uh, months reading all of the sort of lore entries that, uh, that Bungie themselves, right, have, have mm-hmm. put into the game and into the game and outside of the game. And, you know, there's a ton of YouTube content, uh, that has been put together sort of, uh, dramatizing, if that's even a word, the, <laughs> the lore. Um, so, 
you know, there's a lot of good stuff there. Uh, certainly a lot of potential there. And, and for folks that are into D and D, it seems like it, like it's just ripe. It's a universe that's ripe for that sort of, uh, storytelling. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. it's so it's, it's basically, well, I don't know. I wonder, I wonder how well developed. I mean, it's fan made. Yeah. Uh, but I looked at the article. I didn't see any like super details. As mm-hmm. far as like uh, how how deep the progression of this iteration is, mm-hmm. but I think it's pretty cool. I mean, there's there's definitely crossover, right, between people who enjoy like Destiny lore and D and D players. Mm-hmm. There's a few. Oh yeah, a few hundred yeah, yeah. million out there. I'm sure. <laughs> For sure, millions yeah. and millions. <laughs> well, Andy, this brings yes. us to our final story, <sighs> Bioware. Mm. Uh, you done goofed, Bioware. You lost some mm. more people. Uh, rest in peace. It looks as though Bioware, uh, they're Casey Hutton, Mark Dara, they're leaving the studio. Mm-hmm. They are leaving Bioware once and for all. Andy, uh, tell me the, the, the lament as recorded by IGN. IGN. Uh, EA has announced that Casey Hudson, the general manager of Bioware, and Mark Dara, the executive producer on the upcoming Dragon Age, will be departing the company. All currently ongoing projects, including Anthem Next, the, Dra- the next Dragon Age, and the Mass Effect Legendary Edition remasters, among them, will continue as planned despite the leadership shifts. Samantha Ryan will continue to oversee the studio, while Christian Daly, who joined Bioware from Blizzard, will now be leading the Dragon Age project as executive producer, with Matthew Goldman remaining as creative director on the project. And the Mass Effect collection will continue to be led by Mike Gamble, as the team Mm -hmm. also remains hard at work on the future of that franchise. Uh, This marks Hudson's second departure from Bioware after he first left the studio in 2014 and announced a new position at Microsoft in 2015. Hudson rejoined Bioware in 2017 when then-GM Aaron Flynn stepped down. While the company searches for a new GM, Gary McKay, the Senior Director of Development Operations, will act as interim studio GM. Dara wrote about the decision to leave, saying, This has been a very difficult decision for me. The team of amazing developers on Dragon Age make my life fuller and better. They have taught me so much. But the strength of the team is also that ma- what makes this possible. I know that Dragon Age won't just survive without me. It will thrive. In the meantime, BioWare's long list of projects will continue. The company continues to produce Star Wars The Old Republic. And work continues on Anthem, Anthem Next, as BioWare hopes to revive the looter shooter with a massive overhaul. Recent looks at Anthem 2.0 have included planned changes to loot and weapons, as well as javelin builds and skill trees. Mm. Manny. So this is code, basically, for uh, Bioware's on fire, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the, the interesting thing was, I, I, and I can't remember, I was listening to, oh gosh, it was an Anthem uh, uh content creator who put a video out uh, on this and he quoted I believe the the tweet and I can't remember who tweeted first right that they were leaving Mark or uh, Casey mm-hmm. but, but whichever it was 
announced their retirement and then also announced the other's retirement, like in this, like later on in that tweet, you know, and it's like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> so what happened, right? Like d- this seems like they're cleaning house, you know what yeah. I mean? This, this reminds me of like, you know, you're about to jump out of a plane and you just yeah. say one, two, three, go. And then you and your buddy go and cause you know, it's like, we got to yeah. get on this plane. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't, I have not had a lot of hope in Bioware for a while now. Mm-hmm. And to be losing this uh, high caliber of talent does not bode well for the studio as a whole. Mm-hmm. And, but, but it's like Bioware's been like this forever. They've been losing yeah. and bleeding talent, like top tier talent, for a very long time. Yeah. So what does that tell me about the work environment that they've created for these employees? Yeah. What yeah. is it about working at Bioware that makes people want to leave? Leave, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, where's that? Where's Jason Schreier's next article? Oh, I know about Bioware. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're so yeah, uh, dude. I, I don't know, man, but I think that it this we we've said it over and over again, man. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I just like. For us specifically, well, for me specifically, it's been uh, Anthem, right? Mostly uh, mm-hmm. uh, revolving around Anthem um, and whether or not I think that that games will ever see that 2.0, uh, which I, I like now more than ever, I feel like, okay, so no, this is this is the death rattle, you know what I mean? We're, <laughs> we're probably going to start seeing. And honestly, like, look, do, do I think that Dragon Age and... Um, and uh, what do you call it? Mass Effect yeah. are, are going to continue those projects? Pro- probably. I mean, it makes uh-huh. sense that it would because, it, you know, those are probably their, their the biggest sort of franchises that they have. Um, mm-hmm. But it gives me – I like I have even – if I had any confidence that Anthem 2.0 was going to make – see the light of day, I like – I'm – like no, to me that that corpse is rotting. Yeah, it's now it's it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. I just don't see it happening, man. I really don't. Um, yeah, you know, with with this shift in in look, this shift in vision in in leadership will bring with it a shift in vision. I promise you. Yes, and and I don't think that vision is going to include uh, you know, the fat. And right now, sh- shoot, the fat would be a compliment. I honestly, the like the 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 sort of the 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 necrotic pieces of your body you know it's like hey you know what if we leave that toe we'll die we're just gonna cut it off you know yeah <laughs> i think that i think that anthem anthem is gone buddy yeah i i'm afraid that i have to agree with you um mm-hmm. whenever they did their post where they had some concept art about some changes and it's funny because a lot of times when people see the that they think that's a functioning part of the game. Like, wow, the game yeah. is, looks like it's getting ready. No, that's, that's somebody drawing on a piece of paper. That's well, digitally. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, we, 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 we thought we had the game back when they showed it to us before the game came out. And clearly yeah. that was, oh, yeah. <laughs> wasn't the case. <laughs> yeah. Clearly what we, the, that first trailer at E3 that, that started the, the, the hype train yeah. uh, was, was pretty much fiction. Yeah. Right. Wow, this is crazy. I don't, I don't know what I think. Um, Bioware, when they announced Dragon Age, uh, I was like, please don't announce Dragon Age. You have all this unfinished work. 
Uh, but but I don't know. I, I don't have high hopes for the studio. Okay. And the best thing that could happen is that they get bought by Microsoft. Oh yeah, man, that would be <laughs> that would be awesome, wouldn't it? Uh, you know, I would still I would probably still want uh, Anthem to go away, just because I think it's just it. it there, there are too many hopes attached to that, and I don't think that it could. I don't think there's a reality in which it it could deliver with no. uh, with just the way that whole thing is played out, you know. Um, but you're right, man. I mean, I say I say specifically, you know, some of the the smaller projects would go away, but but there's really no guarantee that the that the studio itself is going to stick around, man. I mean, the way EA eats, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, you know, eats the studios up. Uh, yeah. Like, and we've we've said this. Uh, from the beginning, right? How long does Bioware have? And, and and it's so sad, right? Because Bioware has such a pedigree, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, or had such mm-hmm. a pedigree, and uh, and what's happened to that studio is it's just uh, sad, you yeah, know. It is. Uh, but uh, but who knows, man? Uh, you know, we'll. we'll we can certainly hope for the best outcome. And honestly, the best outcome would be, uh, if, yeah, if Microsoft just throwed some of them, uh, some of that cash reserve <laughs> at EA and some and of grab those big studio. dollars, man, yeah, dude. Yeah. That, that's... Well, it seems like it, it seems like a match made in heaven. right? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't see EOA, EA letting go and I don't see EA not uh, dissolving Bioware. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh for whatever reason they've they've kind of uh allowed Dragon Age uh to be in development. If the next Dragon Age fails, they're done for sure. Like I don't I don't see any reason why they wouldn't be. Well that now how many strikes would that be? Oh, that'd be all of them. Yeah. Yeah, right. I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're right. That would have been every single one oh, struck my goodness, out. Dude. Andy, thanks, buddy. Thanks, yes. Thanks for, uh, let's see, Matt, special thanks to Matt for throwing a lot of these uh, stories in our notes for us. Andy, for getting the notes together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are the the, uh, the light of my podcasting life. Thanks. Oh, man. Thank you. Listen, you still have to push send on that show. So yeah. really, it's your fault that we didn't get a show. <laughs> my <laughs> I'm bad. just kidding, buddy. I'm just oh, teasing. Man. Well, my friends... Uh, Thank you so much, everyone who's supporting us on Patreon. We really appreciate it. And uh, good news, everyone. I should have brought this up uh, at the beginning, but we are we're taking off uh, the next couple weeks um, to to uh, deal with this Christmas holiday. Uh, And one way or another, uh, I get the absolute busiest that I get any time of uh, any part of the year. Christmas. It's just work is absolutely crazy. Uh, I'm doing, uh, like three classes at school right now and I'm studying another language right now. So I have, my plate is absolutely full and, uh, all the overtime is about to put me over the edge. So we will, after this episode, we will be back in 2021. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe 2021 will be better than 2020. Well, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I was going to say how it could 
I, I was going to say it couldn't possibly be worse, but I'm afraid to make that statement. <laughs> well, it couldn't possibly be worse, guys. We've had the worst. Uh, so only up from here, That's my right. friends. Uh, if you want to come hang out with us in Discord, go to GamingAdventureClub.com slash Discord and jump on in. Become a part of the club. There's a lot of cool people in there talking video games. Uh, if you got any feedback for us whatsoever, just go to GamingAdventureClub.com. And, uh, Andy, I forgot to tell mm. you, we got a speak pipe the other day. Oh, nice. And, uh, we, we usually, we don't advertise the speak pipe. We haven't for a long time. So I played it and it was a guy burping. Just, that's all it was. Very I pressed cool. play. Somebody was just a nice long burp. And burp. I thought, and I thought to myself, I- I'm thirsty. I'm going to okay. go get a drink and then, uh, I'll join you in that burp. My friends, thank you so much. So until next time, until next year, my friends, have an adventurous week and take care of each other. Happy holidays, everybody. Yay!